Welcome to our podcast at Oxford Vineyard Church. To hear more about what's going on at the church, check out our website at oxfordvineyard.com. We hope you enjoy this episode. All right, so we're here together. Uh, we're kicking off our life group series, Kingdom Living. I'm here with uh, our executive pastors, Parker Fry and uh, Josh Jones. We haven't done this in a while, a few months, I would say, at least. And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of excited to, to get back at it and to, uh, to talk about this new series and uh, what God's doing and, and showing us through all of this. So I'm going to start off uh, first. I'm going to kind of look to Josh first here. Um, you know, this we're kicking off this new series, Josh. Could you give us a little background about the goals of this series and what this series is all about? Yeah, John. Um, we've been going through just recently our core values at our church. And part of, of what this series we're going to be going through, Kingdom Living, is just taking those core values that we have as a church and seeing how some of those things work out in our own lives, in our oh, like personal that. lives, our everyday, mm. um, in our families, and with our friends, just what it looks like in our workplaces, school, whatever it is, what do these things look like, and how do we apply them into these places? Right. That's great. So really the focus in the, of this series, and even our life groups, our small groups that we're going to be going through as we go through this series, is all about empowering each other to use kingdom lenses to examine the areas of stewardship in our lives, giving the how-to, the practical ways to live a life in abundance and sustained by the life and power of Jesus, and then seeing that overflow into the lives of others. Wow, that's good. We really want to discover what it means when Jesus says in John 10.10, I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. So some of the questions that we're going to try to answer through this series is what would it look like if like the lordship of Jesus was established in my relationships, in my finances, in my workplace, and in every other area of my life. What would that look like if the lordship of Jesus was established? And then how is my life being transformed by the kingdom and its king? So we'll be encouraging those who have walked with the Lord in these areas for a while to begin to give away their experiences as we together submit our lives and lifestyles to God's rule and reign. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that. That's exciting. I I just um, feel like I want to get saved all over again. Just <laughs> lift, listening to you, to you share that. That's that's really really good. Um, uh, before we move on, can you share a little bit about some of the topics that were you talked about? Some of the practical topics that we're going to be diving into, Josh. So right. what are what are some of those specific topics that we're going to be looking at from week to week? So the first one we're going to be going through is our relationships. What does it look like sowing and cultivating in our relationships? Just giving, you know, generic tools for any and all relationship types and kind of talking about the grace mindset versus punishment and reward mindset, looking at the goal of grace and connection, listening, seeing the kingdom, the value, the currency of the kingdom is in relationship. Mm. Something really valuable in that. So that'll be the first, first major topic we'll talk about. The next one we're going to talk about is leadership and favor and what that looks like in our influence. So how, how do we influence others mm. with the kingdom and how are we influenced by the kingdom? How did Jesus lead? How did he do that? And how can we do, partner with him in doing that? The next one is finances. We're going to have a guest speaker come in for that one. And it's going to be really exciting, you know, looking at like 
it's not our money. It's not our bank account. It's not our, our, our stuff. It's the Lord's stuff that he has shared with us, and we, uh, we partner with him in our finances, in, in these things. He's the Lord of our finances. We're not the Lord of our finances. He's yeah. the God. And so learning how to do those things, sow and reap together, he teaches us how to do that. The next one is a vocation in our workplace, in the marketplace, in our education, coaching, whatever that looks like, operating in our identity as sons and daughters rather than finding our definition from the work that we do. Yeah. First and foremost, finding our identity in Jesus and then going into those places as a son or daughter. That's great. The next one is our health. That's our healthy lifestyle, physical, mental, spiritual health, looking at diet, exercise, bringing these things, stewardship of the body, treating the body as it's really made in the image of God, you know, breaking off the things that we need to break off and walking in true health, getting a kingdom lens for that. And then the last one is rest, how we rest, how we Sabbath, how we um, just... What we do with our time of rest, how that is, we do that in a kingdom way, not just zoning out, but, but actually getting refreshed and refilled for what God has for us. Oh, that's awesome. That's so exciting. I mean, I, I love each one of those areas and just the, the practical application. But the question is, is how do we live kingdom? Right? How do we live out kingdom? How do we live this kingdom mindset, this kingdom view, this, uh, uh, and, and look at every area of these that we're going to be talking about from that kingdom lens. That's great. So, Parker, um, I'd love to hear about you from you here. Um, Jesus said to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? And we're going to be talking about kingdom living. So how do we define this phrase, kingdom of God? How does this definition apply to this series, that which we're obviously calling kingdom living? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the kingdom is something that we talk about all the time at the Vineyard, nonstop. And uh, so if you've been around the vineyard at all, this should sound really familiar to you. Uh, but if you haven't, you know, when we talk about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, as Jesus often said it, uh, we're not talking about heaven itself. And we're not talking about a place. We're not talking about a, a geopolitical nation. And we're not talking about the church. When he says the kingdom of God, he's not talking about the church. What he's talking about is the rule and reign of God. When God is actively uh, ruling in our lives. And so, you know, when you apply this to the, to the idea of kingdom living, what that really means to me, and, and hopefully what people will get through this series, is that we're talking about living our lives as though God is in the driver's seat, living our lives as though uh, he is truly ruling and reigning, and we're not holding anything back from him, I think is, is super important. And we'll talk about that more kind of as we keep going in the podcast. But that is first and foremost. And so when you talk about some of these uh, real practical areas of life, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget uh, to allow God to drive. And uh, I, that's, I just think that's going to be so impactful for people as we go through kingdom living, because we'll talk about relationships, we'll talk about finances, we'll talk about some of those things where maybe sometimes people forget to invite Jesus to come and direct them and show them exactly what it is that they're supposed to be doing. Because we can so easily fall into, you know, our own habits and our own ways of doing things and forget that Jesus actually has the perfect way to manage our money or the perfect way to show us how to rest or the perfect way to, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think, I mean, I th you know, we talk about that 
you know, that just kind of hits home with me. I mean, I, I'm just thinking about my own personal life and like just how in the last couple months I can pick out probably a couple areas where I see me driving or I see myself actually taking the wheel from Jesus, you know what I mean? And not surrendering, not letting go, not trusting that he has my best, right? His mm-hmm. very, my very best at, at the heart of everything that, you know, that I'm doing and saying. So, you know, I think this is, uh, this is what is exci- ex- so exciting about this. And I think the whole, this whole discipleship thing, to me, this is so big, is, is walking out true discipleship, you know, that we are followers of Christ, mm-hmm. right? We're not just yeah. Christians like a religious thing, but we're followers of, of the living Christ, the resurrection Christ, and so, and really living out his lordship in our lives. So that's really exciting. So, Josh, I'm going to turn back to you. Um, one of our core values, you mentioned this earlier, how we've been talking about core values, is uh, kingdom vision. You know, that's a core value. We've been talking about that. And so um, I'm not going to go into the definition of that, but why is kingdom vision so important as we look at this series called Kingdom Living? Well, first and foremost, the idea of kingdom vision is is understanding or getting the correct mindset, or we like to use the word lenses, the way that we view or worldview, the way that we view things. And so, you know, there's only one person who's ever had the full truth and right mindset and worldview, and that was Jesus, right? But he was a man. And so because he had it, we can have it too. And so when we look at Jesus... We want to learn how to think like Jesus. It says we've been given the mind of Christ. So let's begin to start thinking, how, how does Jesus view this thing? We don't want to view it like the world. We want to view it how Jesus views exactly. it. And he views it the same way that the Father views it. And so what we're trying to do is actually see and do what the Father is doing. That's right. That's good. That's awesome. I think it's so important. Um, percept, uh, how we perceive life is critical. I mean, that's it. You know, Jesus gave us that example, um, you know, concerning the lamp. You know, your eye is a lamp that provides light to your body. And this is in uh, Matthew 6. And when your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And I, I really think there he's talking about how we view life, how we view our finances, how we view resting, how we view all these other areas. And, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later, but in, in America, we tend to do what? We tend to kind of dissect that mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is my spiritual life over here, and then everything else is on the other side, and we kind of separate those two, and that's never really what Jesus ever intended for us. So right. uh, yeah. that's awesome. And if I could just jump in, too, Please. I think that's, you know, you mentioned that happening in America, but that's not a new thing. You know, that's what a third of the New Testament was written to address Gnosticism in uh, the in its time, which fundamentally one of the the core beliefs of Gnosticism is just that you have your spiritual life and your spiritual body, and then you have your physical life and your physical body, and they're completely separate from one another. And so your spiritual journey isn't connected to, you know, what you eat, you know, your diet and your lifestyle and your sex life and all those things. And the truth is, like, we're integrated beings. And so you hit on something so important there that John writes about uh, over and over and over again in the New Testament, and it's it's so important to uh, the the writers of the scriptures that we understand that we cannot pull these things apart. We cannot pull apart our spiritual life 
and the things that we would call practical or, you know, real and in front of us. Right. That's so good. That's so, so good. And I think this kingdom lens, this kingdom view is, it, it, to me, it's an ever-growing, you know, we're, we're, you know, I don't know, it's, it's a part of the whole sanctified life and that we're living to follow Jesus. We want to see things like he sees them. We want to see people like he sees them. You know, we want to see every area of our life like he sees them. And, and, I, and we're, it's something that we're constantly growing in to uh, as we're fulfilling out our destiny and purpose here while we're walking on this planet. Um, that's good. So, Parker, um, we, we've been talking a little bit. Josh mentioned we talked about kingdom vision as a core value. But there's two other core values that I think are really important that we have here that are really apply and that we're going to be diving into in this Kingdom Living series, and that is Holy Spirit direction and uh, stewardship. And so can you talk about these and how they apply to this series? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Holy Spirit direction is huge just in terms of seeking his leadership, seeking Holy Spirit's leadership uh, in terms of direction and decision-making for our lives. See, as Christians, now I would never want to put down the Bible. I love the Bible. Um, you know, I've, I've spent so much time and money and effort studying the scriptures, but we do this silly thing as Christians where we have something come up in our lives and our first instinct is to find that thing in the Bible. And that's not bad, but so many people stop there and the exact answers for our exact problems aren't in there. The Bible's full of good practical truths that we can take and, and we can be formed by. We can have our minds transformed by the Bible. But when it comes to, you know, let's say I'm having a serious relational difficulty with my wife, Bree. And so when I go into the index in my study Bible and I look for um, answers for problems with relationship with my wife, Bree. <laughs> Where, what chapter and verse am I going to find that in? Exactly. It's not there, right? right. And so, you know, we, we have two options. We can take this, um, this advice that's intended to form us spiritually and transform our minds, and we can pretend like that advice can be molded to our specific situations, which it can't really most of the time. Or we can use the wisdom that we have gleaned from the scriptures, and we can go to the Holy Spirit, and we can say, Holy Spirit, I have this situation. Would you speak to me? And, and learning how to hear his voice and learning how to uh, really understand, you know, what is God guiding me to do and what, what suggestions is he making for me? And, uh, you know, how do I make those decisions with Jesus? That's where Holy Spirit direction comes in in terms of kingdom living because the exact prescription for all these problems, it's not in the Bible verbatim for us. And so we have to understand how to seek him and hear his voice to be able to tackle some of the things that we're going to talk about in this series. No, that's so good. I yeah. love that. I, I think of that scripture in uh, John where Jesus said, hey, it's, it's good that I go away because I'm going to send you the helper. That's right. right? And he's going to live in you and be with you forever. And that's just, it's, it's amazing. And so many times, the honest truth is, is we forget the reality of that. And we don't tap into the incredible resource that's right there with us. Like, you know, what do I do today with my, you know, you know, finance, financially, you know, do I take this loan? Do I do this thing? And that we have a helper. We have the helper. That's and right. And he knows, yeah. right? And all we have to do is ask him and, and build that mindset of acknowledging uh, him in every situation. You know what? The, the, the greatest financial advisor that ever, you know, we have inside of us, mm. right? 
I mean, yeah. the, the greatest person in terms of health and rest we have inside of us. Mm-hmm. We just have to listen and, and obey and follow that instruction. I think that's, that's, that's awesome. So you talked about that with respect to Holy Spirit direction. Could you expound a little bit more on the, the stewardship side? This is a big, you know, stewardship is important to us here. Right. And, and being good stewards of everything, everything that uh, God has put into, at our fingertips and at our disposal. So, so how, does this, how does this series... How does stewardship play into this whole kingdom living series for you? Yeah, well, I mean, that's another one of our core values, right? And and the tagline that we have with that, I think, you can check me on this if you're listening to the podcast. I think it's faithfully cultivating what we've been given, right? right. Does that sound right? Yeah. And when you think about that idea of faithfully cultivating what we've been given, you know, we believe that all good things come from God, right? And so who are we to take a good gift and uh, mistreat it? You know, the good gift of our physical bodies, the good gift of whatever resources that we've been blessed with, the good gift of uh, relationships with family and friends in our lives. And so if we don't, uh, if we aren't proactive about uh, cultivating those things and guarding those things and handing those things back over to Jesus and saying, you know, what would you have me do with these things? Um, we, we will be will be lost without that. And so thinking about stewardship in all of these different areas of our lives, it's so important uh, because we have a responsibility with these great gifts that we've been given to, to steward them well. Right, exactly. And I think the other thing about stewardship that we all have to recognize is that there's very various degrees of that, and we don't always get it right. Right. Right? I mean, it's a, it's a constantly, we have to learn. I'm still learning how to steward uh you know my family and my relationships and i'm still growing in these areas of my life personally and uh you know with finances finances and rest and and eating and all these different areas are so i need to grow i need to learn i want to i want to cultivate that better you know and allow jesus to direct my steps and all of those things so it's it's a constant process and uh, it's in a journey for every one of us. So I'm excited about us all taking steps forward mm-hmm. in this area of, of uh, stewarding these specific areas of our lives. Um, good. So, Josh, uh, many of us believers are influenced by the world to compartmentalize. And we kind of talked about this, or I would say Parker hinted at this, but I would love for you to kind of share a little bit more about this, about this idea that we compartmentalize our lives into categories. We separate our spiritual lives from our natural lives, you know, we, you know, you know, God doesn't care about my bank account or my, you know, my work activities or my hobbies or my meals, all these kind of stuff. And uh, we, so we tend to just compartmentalize and separate out, you know, that kind of dualistic idea of, of, you know, the natural versus the spiritual. But um, could you, you know, talk a little bit about that and uh, some of the, the wrong thinking there and what's God's thoughts on that? Yeah. I'm going to go into this a lot more, um, in actually our intro to this message series that we'll do in a couple of weeks. But we're going to talk about dualism. So this idea, like Parker talked about, um, that can actually, two things can happen. One, we can, we can look at spiritual things as like the, the, the real or the better thing. And we just say anything in the natural physical realm is evil or bad, you know what I mean? And we want to separate ourselves, and if we give too much time to those things in the physical realm, they're going to pull us down, weigh us down, cause us to sin, whatever it is. And so we're only focusing our eyes on just spiritual things. Um, and the other aspect, like you just said, 
Other times we can think about, oh, my job, you know, like I come to church on Sunday morning, but like when I go to work on Monday, you know, that's the Lord's not the Lord there. You know, he's not, Jesus isn't the Lord of my life at work or something like that or my finances. Like I work really hard, I give, but then I want to spend my money the way I want to spend it. You know what I mean? I don't sometimes ask the Lord, you know, what I'm spending my money on. And the reality is we want to bring all those things under the Lordship of Jesus, right? At the same time, we don't want to get over-spiritual because, you know, the Lord has made us in these physical bodies. He actually loves the physical realm. He created it. And so he wants to teach us how to live naturally, supernaturally in all of these areas. So we don't need to actually, like, we are looking for Holy Spirit direction in everything we do. Because I think sometimes we fail to move forward because we're waiting on an answer, and the Holy Spirit's like, I've already empowered you to do that thing. Wow, you know good. what I mean? Yeah. I've already, you're already a son, so just living that thing out is actually living the kingdom way. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's going to be like that we hold those two things in tension. Right. Yeah, that's good. And I think it's one of those areas where we'll never move forward if we're not honest with ourselves. Yeah. Because how many of us would truly say to ourselves, yeah, I don't believe God is the God of my finances? Not many people in the church would actually say that. You know, we have to examine our behavior and say, whoa, man, you know, maybe I don't believe that statement when I say it out loud, but that's the reality that I'm living. And so I think that's one of my hopes for the series is that, you know, maybe it's just in one of these areas, but the people that are with us on this journey would wake up to one specific thing where they've, they've realized, oh, wait a minute, I've, I have said one thing, but I'm living a complete other thing. Right. That's good. I love that. A way to think about it, um, this is something we do, especially when we're doing, like, ministry of inner healing or deliverance. And we, we talk about this compartmentalizing things. But if we think about, like, we, we come to the Lord, we give our lives to Jesus, but there may be, like, a chest or a box somewhere, you know, in the back, and we've sealed that thing up, and we said, well, our, Jesus is the Lord of our lives, but we're not actually letting him get into that that box that's over out in the corner, you know what I mean? And what we're doing is we're saying, Holy Spirit, shine a light on every area of my life mm. and say, you have full access to every box, to every compartment. Open that thing up. Get, let's pull it out in front, put it on the table, and say, is this good or bad? <laughs> you know, Either way, you're Lord of my life. And right. so show me what to do in these areas. Right. And I think it's also about, you know, we're called to be witnesses yeah. of the kingdom and to in the good news and is the kingdom being expressed is the glory of god being revealed in all areas of my life if someone if i open up the book and i show somebody my my life do do they see the lordship of jesus do they see the glory of jesus in those areas of my life and and um that's a challenging question right but um you know it's something that we're called to right is to be a reflection and to represent jesus in in all avenues and all aspects of 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 life, and um, you know, I love that. I love that from for me personally because I'm I'm excited about personally growing in all of these areas, and uh, how we're all, and then also how the body is going to grow in this. That's good. Well, you mentioned lordship a little bit, and um, I know Parker has some thoughts on this, and uh, you mentioned this in your message, um, uh, actually just recently when you were talking about Holy Spirit direction and, and making Jesus the Lord of all area of our lives. But uh, I thought I, I wanted to give you a chance just to kind of expound on that a little bit 
uh, Morris, because I think it's really applicable here when we're talking about kingdom living. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have so many thoughts about this, and it's something that I really like to talk about, but I, I want to make it clear to people, because I think this is going to keep coming up throughout this series, what we are talking about and what we aren't talking about That's when we good. say making Jesus the Lord of your life. So there's a really unhealthy um, theological doctrine practice that's really popular in a lot of American churches um, that are led by you know really conservative leaders like John MacArthur and others um, who tend to be very very conservative in their theology. You know cessationist in terms of uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit have ceased and things like that. And they bring up this thing that they call lordship salvation, and it's wrong. It's unbiblical. Uh, but basically the the idea of this this thing is that you are not really saved unless Jesus is the Lord of your life. And the unfortunate thing about that is the only person that can really judge that are uh, people, church leaders. You know, it's really easy for them to look at somebody and say, oh, well, you know, Jesus isn't the Lord of your life there, so you're not actually saved. That is not what we're talking about at all, uh, you know, under any circumstance. What we're talking about is that Jesus becoming the Lord of our lives is critical, once we've been saved, we have to go on that journey. We have to go on that walk with him. And to some extent, we're all on that journey. We're all right. somewhere along the road. And some are further along the road than others. But the whole idea of uh, Jesus being the Lord of your life is that when you're becoming a disciple of Jesus and when you're walking with him, the whole purpose is to figure out, you know, what can I give Jesus today of myself? What can I invite him into? What can I invite his influence into by his spirit? And that's so important. And so when we talk about Jesus being the Lord of our lives, what we are talking about is turning over the decision-making power and sacrificing our own preference in favor of the preference of God for our lives. And sometimes those things feel very favorable to us. So we can't get in this place where, you know, the will of God is only hard and it's only painful and it's only struggle and it's only that I suffer, right? Because we see people in that mindset and it's, it's unhealthy. Right. But it's also not, um, you know, prosperity gospel. Everything's always great. God wants everybody to have a million bucks. You know, it's not that either. Right. It's somewhere in the middle and yeah. we're all walking that road and it looks different for everybody. So right. I get really excited when we talk about this because this is really where the rubber meets the road in terms of spiritual formation. What does it mean for our minds to be transformed, uh, you know, and, and for our minds to be renewed by coming into relationship with the Holy Spirit and allowing God to bring the scriptures alive to us? It's this this thing of Jesus being the Lord of every area of our lives. Right. And I think at the core, you know, we don't want to get into, um, when we look at these areas, get into a, mind, a performance mindset. This isn't, we're not trying to earn the affections, but, but it's in what we're doing is, is out of our passionate love for him because he first loved us. That's right. You know what I mean? And, and out of my passionate love for him, I want to give him every area of my life. I want to live and to follow him in all of these areas because inside of me, he's, he's my Lord. He's, he's everything to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to grow in that passion. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's part of our mission statement. You know, we're, we're discipling a church of passionate lovers of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I mean, yeah. I love that phraseology that we picked and everything about that because it just speaks so much, but, but cultivating that passion, right. cultivating that love, uh, affection that we have for him. And, and it's in that place of affection that we want to, right? I mean, yeah. buying a, a ring for your 
for your uh, new spouse, your your bride to be, or whatever. You know that, that it, you know it's like, oh my gosh, you know we're, we're limited in funds, but whatever funds we have, we just want to spend it all because we just want to show that affection and the value to them. You know, you see what I'm getting at. I mean, so all of a sudden, you know, uh, that's what that's what uh, drives us and that's what motivates us as we're you know seeking His Lordship right in our lives. That's good. So I'm going to ask these next couple questions I want to ask to both of you and give you each a chance to answer. So um, I think I don't want to lose sight of the relevant circumstances that, we're ha- that are happening all around us. This, is, this, is, this time is it's an interesting time, right? We've never seen this before. Um, it's in, in many, many, many years. You know, we're talking about, you know, we've got the COVID situ- situation, the pandemic, and uh, the things that are happening around that. And, you know, um, and there's just, there's a lot of stress in our society around race and racial tension and things are happening there. And, you know, there's political tensions and there's all kinds of things that are happening all around us. And I'd like to get your thoughts on the relevance of this series in terms of all those uh, you know, kind of what we're experiencing in society right now. Sure, yeah. I mean, I think that these topics are are super relevant. The first one that comes to mind is relationships, you know, because all the things that you just mentioned, everyone has opinions. And it makes me sad because I see people in my life who sacrifice their relationships on the altar of their opinions. And that's not the way that Jesus ever did things, right? He stayed in relationship with people in spite of their disagreements. Oh, he, that's good. he stayed in relationship with people in order to get to their hearts, to, to speak challenging things to them, to speak challenging things to their spirits. And so, you know, that's just one example. But I think all of these topics have little nuggets like that that are going to come out uh, in the teaching and in the conversations and the small groups that are going to be so critical for us as a, as a local body to navigate what's going on right now. And I think, um, you know, some of these things are, are right and wrong. You know, I mean, like, racism is wrong. That's, you can just say that. But when right. we start talking about politics, right, you've got people on, on all sides. You've got all sorts of different angles and, and things. And so I just think it's really interesting when we get in tune with this idea of Holy Spirit direction. You know, I believe God is positioning people all over the political spectrum to be able to reach people with the kingdom because we're, we're serving a different kingdom, right? We are, we are truly aliens in this place. And so um, that's something that really excites me, just thinking about this idea of, you know, how can we navigate these challenging things with the help of the Holy Spirit and stewarding what we have, having our kingdom lenses on, understanding that, you know, there's a, there's a story that the world around us wants to tell us, but then there's another story that God is telling through his people in our time. And uh, how do we achieve that? How do we get to understand that story? And how do we go on that journey together? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's so good. I, w- I was thinking about what you were saying about uh, differences in, in relationships. It makes me wonder, like, what was it like for Simon the Zealot and then Matthew the tax collector? Right. In the twelve, <laughs> the twelve apostles. I mean, what was yeah. that like? Right yeah. over here, he wants to overthrow all the governmental stuff, and here, this guy was kind of basically working with the governmental yeah. stuff, and they were all in the same tribe. Yeah, you, you can't know tell I mean? me that some of those Walking, dudes didn't there was, have different yeah, there was politics, some tension. Right? Yeah, there was some tension going on there. So, how do we navigate that? That's right. right? From a relational perspective, where you know we're called to honor and we're called to love our neighbor as ourselves. That's a challenging thing, but it's still 
a part of our walk as Jesus being the Lord of our life, right? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. What about you, Josh? Well, I'm, I'm so excited about different things in this. But what Parker just said uh, right at the end of his comment there, just about keeping that kingdom vision, what the Lord is doing right now, just like any you know, political season, but especially right now, you can't watch any TV or any YouTube or any, anything without getting hammered by all of the viewpoints and all the slander and all the junk being said about one person or the other person or these people's thoughts or those people's thoughts right. or whatever it is. And it's like, you can get overwhelmed by that stuff. Right. And it's literally trying to, it's trying to capture our vision. It's designed, it's designed to, to take our focus and put it on whatever it's pushing for. And we're, we're taking our focus and we're saying, we're putting it on you, Jesus. I'm not going to be influenced by the things that are going on around me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay focused on you, Jesus. Father, what is your plan? He's got the best plan. <laughs> no matter who's in charge, he's got the best plan because he, ultimately he's in charge. And so that's what we're focusing on. And then the, the idea of just coming in and realizing the kingdom living is living out our true identity as sons and daughters. And so as a son and daughter, I'm going to serve those people that have different opinions or different preferences. And I'm actually going to lay down my preferences for them because I love them. I want to show them love because my identity isn't in my preference. It's in Jesus. And no matter what I do or no matter what they do, that's not going to take that identity away from me. So I can walk in that identity being humble, serving, whether it's in the marketplace, whether it's at school, whether it's online, you know, that kind of thing. In, in those different places, going out and, and, and speaking truth to people. And, and just, you know, like Paul, he knew what his identity was so he could become all things to all men. Mm. And whatever group he was with, he could, he could find something similar and he didn't have to give up his identity to do it. That's good. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, um, well, we're going to finish with uh, this question here, and um, uh, just a kind of a fun thing. You know, we're going into these practical topics. We've, we've talked a, a lot about them, but I'm just curious, um, you know, which one of these topics, I, if, you know, are you most excited about? I, pick whatever which one that, you, you, know, you, you know, really is, is something that you're, you're excited about growing personally about and you're excited for our church about. Well, excited i think the one that's going to be the hardest for me (laughs) is going to be healthy lifestyle just because i just think that is something the lord wants to to work in me and give me kingdom is you know kingdom living how to do that with him you know um i think the one i'm really really excited about is is just hearing about finances as well i think the lord you know as a business owner i want to i want to keep that fresh even in these times like for us personally the coronavirus season has been the hardest season in our business, but it's the Lord's business. And so I just want to, I want to keep those kingdom lenses on. I want to say, Jesus, this is your business. How, give me your wisdom on that, what to do in these situations in this season, you know? So I'm really excited about that. That's good. That's good. Awesome. How about you, Parker? Well, I'm, I'm really excited about uh, talking about influence. I know that's one that we haven't really mentioned a lot throughout the course of this podcast, but, you know, everyone is influencing someone. You, you are leading someone. Someone is watching you. 
And uh, I think that that's such a critical thing for us to remember and to figure out how to handle that and actually get ourselves in that mindset of, you know, whether it's leading your kids or leading your team at work or leading, you know, whoever it is that you're leading and you're influencing, um, I think that's, that's super important. And it's something that Jesus models for us really well. I'm also really excited about the next podcast that we're going to do. Uh, so keep your eyes on the podcast feed. We're going to do a podcast later on in the series where we just kind of dive into some more of those uh, topics around health and sustainability and some of those things. We're going to hear from some different voices awesome. that have not been on the pod before. And so I'm just I'm, I'm super stoked for that. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's so good. Um, yeah, I think for me personally, um, the vocation one is yeah. going to be great. Um, we've asked Ricardo Rosas, mm-hmm. who's the uh, coach, uh, tennis coach here at Miami University, about that and like living out your faith in that realm and hearing from him. And I, I know that's going to be challenging for me because that's a challenging part of my life. You know, right. I'm a professor here at the, at the university. And I want to be. I want to steward that well. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to be uh, faithful, but at the same time, I also want to. I don't want to hide my faith and who I am and. And, you know, that I'm a follower of Jesus. And so I'm really excited about that one. And I think the influence one, too, is a really big one because I want to grow in that area. That's an area of real interest to me. And, you know, I know that there's room for me to to personally to grow on that, grow in that area. And I know I just I sense Holy Spirit wants me to grow in that. So anyways, great discussion. You know, I think, yes. uh, again, we're all really excited about it. And I think the other thing I'm really excited about this and I'm always excited about this is the relationships that we develop in the small groups. Mm-hmm. And we, don't, we, we can't understate the reality of that, that we can't do life in our own strength and in our own power. We need each other. The Christian walk is, is, is about loving and caring for one another and lifting each other up. And these discussions that will take place in these small groups is going to be so powerful. Holy Spirit just gets excited. We, I mean, Holy Spirit loves great ministry times. Holy Spirit loves great worship. Holy Spirit loves great Christian fellowship and discussion. And we, and we sometimes minimize that, but he is all about that. And he loves to, like, just come in and just touch our hearts and our lives in those times together. So, anyways, I'm going to close with that. Thanks. <laughs>